Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we will be reviewing this whole WrestleMania week. It feels like it's it's over, right guys? WrestleMania week, it's over? Like for me it is. Yeah, I guess. No, it's not. It continues on. Uh, so, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Man. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking for a new muse in professional wrestling. More importantly, the female variety. My muse of the last five or six years has gone batshit crazy. Started sweating Valvoline oil. Not a good way. Yeah. No, it's it's just weird. I'm going to need your help, guys. I'm going to need you to recommend a new female muse for me to... Patty Stonegrinder. Uh, you know, I'm looking for current day. Also right? alive. Which yeah. Would be ideal. Oh. Look, that's why I'm kind of distancing from this one. Ball <laughs> new con- <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get any help from you, obviously, okay. so maybe the chosen one can the help ch- me ch- ch- Chosen one, Mike Booble. Uh, well, I already have one, and that would be one Rhea Ripley. That's so. a good one to pick. Yeah. I will tell you this. Um, real quickly, kayfabe. Not kayfabe. Shoot, I was in a, a casino today, Ooh. and there was a poster for <laughs> Micro Championship Wrestling. Yep. Uh, the midget. Yep. Uh, however, right in the middle of all these little people on the poster, Virgin. there was a woman. Well, <laughs> One who's been talked about on this show before. <gasps> One Danica De La Rouge. Oh. She, uh. And I was like. Is she wrestling one of the little people? Is she the only woman on the card? There was no other women on the poster. You know what? I figured it out. What? I know why she's so bad at wrestling. It's actually just three of them stacked atop of each other. That's why she's so bad. They don't coordinate. That would explain it, actually. <laughs> so we had a full week of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yes. And, I, I, and I will say this. At, the, the, uh, at my house, the producer bought the GCW Collective. From Thursday to Saturday, there were four shows a day. She watched all of them. I got to see Two Cold Scorpio come out at 2 a.m. both nights. 11 o'clock my time. Takes that long for his dong to just get under control. As uh, he tried to have them dance. Like, people want to dance with him because he was coming out to... I forget the song, but they were off, off the, you know, they're not with in sync. They were just way off. Um, we got to watch uh, Ricky Shane Page lose his GCW title to one Nick Gage. Murder, death, kill. Oh, fucking day. Thank you. And then, <laughs> well, quit yawning. You had to do it while I was yawning. MDK. Oh, fucking day. Oh, fucking day. Thank you. <laughs> As Nick Gage celebrates, however, then he's interrupted by one John Moxley. What do you guys think of that? It, to me, it makes sense. That's where he started. He loves deathmatch wrestling. Um, I, if I were him, this would be my last thing in it because even though you love being able to do your own thing and being your individual individuality, and Tony Khan lets you. You make a lot of money. Yeah. And you want to keep making a lot of money. You got a yep. kid on the way. Yep. 
Stick to the AEW. I, and New uh, Japan, which is paying you very well. I would say that... Um, it <laughs> be kind of a dick. Uh, maybe this is how they write them off television, because uh, Kenny Omega didn't do it. Yep. Ooh, the old fireworks. Uh, I would say that this indie show was basically cursed on day one, because I sent you guys the text messages, that two matches had to be stopped because of dehydration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Levi Everett got, con- I don't know if he got concussed, but he needed help out by 15 people, because he took like a 6.30 leg drop to the head. Um, One guy puked in the ring. He's got up was not even there. He's got up puke. The ring broke. Yeah. So that is stopped for 10 minutes. But what is this indie outlaw mud show? <laughs> exactly. So here's the thing. Zen watched all the shows on G on uh, fight. However, IWTV was doing shows too. So when they weren't on, she flipped to the other channel. To watch whatever was on there. And they were fighting in a, a uh, aquarium. Aquarium. Yeah. It looked cool. Zen is a um, indie wrestling uh, warrior. Yep. Yep. If you go to the uh, No So Facebook page she did and uh, Instagram, she did put her uh, thoughts of her what she thought of the show. I saw that, and I liked that. Yeah. Um, we should give she, Zen an independent should, spirit award. She should keep doing that on those big shows like that. That was, that was a good read. Uh, let's just talk about it now before we get to it. The elephant in the room? Well, one. Yeah. The uh, Forbidden Door was open as on Sunday on the Peacock. The Broken Skull session, Stone Cold, interviewed Chris Jericho. Hmm? I do know me and Booble watched it. Uh, Corey is going to, just haven't had time. I've, yeah, I need to. I should be able to catch up on stuff. Uh, this week, I have a TNA or an Impact pay per view that happened Saturday. I haven't watched either. Jesus. It was very good. It was a really good interview. Austin's usually pretty good at interviewing the wrestlers. I've enjoyed the two Broken Skull Sessions episodes that I've seen, mm. uh, and I want to go back and watch the rest of them. But this one, I'll, I'll definitely make an effort. I, I, I like this one because they like broke down some things. They put, you know, even the clips were edited in a way they would show clips of like, what were you thinking here? What was the idea of this? That's what I like. Yeah. The only issue I had with it was that uh, Jericho took way too much credit for the creation of AEW. <laughs> I mean, he way had, too much. He has gone on record before, and I kind of rolled my eyes when he did. That he has gone on record as to say that, in his opinion, AEW uh, was created the day that he showed up in New Japan to challenge Omega. I'm struggling to connect those dots. Yep. Considering you didn't but put that's a what he thinks. fucking dime into this company, but sure. Why not? Let me ask you guys this. I thought you were going to do Road Dog. Ladies and gentlemen, no cell entertainment. Probably versus you. It's no cell entertainment. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. No. Okay, okay. The Road Dog. Sorry. Yeah. So, guys, let me ask you I don't care if you just have a heart attack. No. Let me ask you guys this. And I think I know the answer because I think Corey just said the magic word. Will there be any other type of broken school sessions with other people from other companies? I don't think so because no it would have to be someone. It would have to be somebody that people give a damn about. I'm Moxley. It won't be Moxley because he trashed them on the way out. Yeah. And other than that, there's nobody. 
And nobody, they don't, nobody cares about Cody. Nobody cares about Cody. Nobody care, Nobody in WWE cares about Kenny what? Omega. I was going to so. say, what if it? What if it was like Austin couldn't pick him out of a fucking lineup? You know. <laughs> yeah, no, he says he likes his stuff. He's the what fuck if it's like Shivani or Jr. Uh, Shivani wouldn't do it. Jr. It would only be to somehow bury him again. Yeah. So I don't think he would even do it at this point. Nope. Because he's very bad uh, about the way they treated the him. The only other person, maybe Big Show. Yeah, he says he left on good terms. I could see Big Show or Christian. Those were just signings because they didn't. They but, didn't want them, so. But those also there. aren't Chris Jericho. Yeah, so. I don't think there's anybody else that they would care about. I no. think within the company, you probably see Triple H or Sean. But I'm like, it's just for outside wise. Which leads me to one, the one critique, and I get it. Legends have better stories, but with the exception of the Sasha Banks episode, mm-hmm. it's all been old dudes retired or near. I mean, can we get? Can Austin interview someone young and on there? I think he did one with Drew, did he? Um, I know he did a Sasha one. That I he know. just did Randy before Chris. I no. Might as well count him as a Did he do Drew? I don't know. I, th- I seem to remember, but um, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, you're right. Do more people. Make make the new people you're trying to build important. Like Have star. them on there. Jesus. Fuck it. You I mean, give them the Stone Cold stamp of approval? Because like, you know it's going to be like Edge next, and Edge doesn't need it. Fucking... Put goddamn Big E on there. Or Drew, if he hasn't done it. He did Drew. He See? did Drew. Okay, yeah. so yeah. So, like, do something like that. Make make a, make a person. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear... As, and I enjoyed the Undertaker one, but I don't need part three of Austin and Taker shooting the shit. I don't need Vince. I don't need Shane. No. Stephanie. No. Triple H. I don't need it. I, I give me... God damn, yeah, give me Big E. Give me um, Damien Priest. Give me someone you want to build. Give me Walter. You're somebody. So speaking of trying to make new people, shall we talk about NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver? Sure. Night one and night two. Night one was on uh, USA and Peacock, but if you watched it on Peacock, it was at the 5 o'clock. Or if you watched for us, it would have been eight on USA. But I watched it on Peacock. So let's get into it. I missed this match. and uh, well, I had a question. Yeah. What was missing on USA? Because it was like a three-hour show. Yeah. It was, was it only two hours on USA? Uh, yes. So what was missing? Well, I don't know. That was the question I was going to ask. Like, if you had the choice and you had both. Why the fuck would you pick USA? You're going to get the complete show on Peacock. Also, as uh, Corey, you uh, look it up for uh, your your uh, startings. Yep. Guys, WWE Network. So long. Rip. Fell whale. In America. It's gone. In, In America. America. Um, yeah. Jeff, sign up for the network, not Peacock. Not Peacock, yeah. Pick the network. Don't do Peacock. Jesus. It's super slow. You can buy The Office on DVD. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Peacock. <laughs> right. So the uh, pre-show <laughs> match that wasn't on USA, Zoe Stark defeating Tony Storm. Well, you know what? I actually have my... Th- Hold on. I actually did these on Facebook. I can give you my thoughts. Okay. Well, yeah. I- okay. Well, like I said, I forgot to do night. I haven't had time to do night two of Mania yet. Oh, okay, okay. On there, but uh, let me get over here. Yes, I saw the match. I rated it. 
I so I I was at work and I, we were finishing up and I noticed on Twitter it was like oh they kept po- posting the a photo a screenshot from the NXT I'm like is it on and then I was like hey check NXT on the app on Peacock and boom it worked it was on live so it was just like okay cool so Corey what did you give Zoe Stark defeating Tony Storm and um, where is Tony Storm now. I gave it two and three quarters. I said good match, and I get that they are pushing Zoe, but if I'm Tony Storm, I'm getting a little paranoid. I mean, she has to win sometime, right? She can win in the Dynamite Zone. Right. Our next match, Pete Dunn defeating Koshida. Three and three quarters. Great match, these two doing the, the strong style stuff. I said Dunn will be NXT champ within a year. This was top-notch, hard-hitting action. Kushida has found his rhythm inside NXT. I just hope he doesn't get ignored. Pete Dunn got hurt at the end of that tag run, right, with Riddle? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and then COVID. So that's oh, why. that's right. He got COVID, too. That's right. I forgot about the COVID. I was like, why the fuck was he gone so long? Because, well, he, he didn't get it. He was just overseas. He was just stuck in yeah. Britain. Oh, he could come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. On, before we move on, the stage... What did you think of the set? Uh, the W ramp to the ring. I like that. I was, and they used like it was almost like Survivor Series '98 with the with the, the skull. skull. But they put like the Titantron in the eyes. It was cool. Yeah. It was a good look. Our next match: a six-man gauntlet eliminator match. Winner receives a NXT North America Championship on night two as Bronson we- Reed defeats Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, L. A. Knight. Dexter Loomis and Leon Ruff. Three and a quarter. Um, good, dumb fun. Grimes is hilarious as a hillbilly million dollar man. Uh, Loomis, to the moon! <laughs> Loomis has his character flushed out finally. And LA Knight is a damn good promo. Yeah! He was great coming to the ring, just knocking each one of them down a peg. But the, predict- the predictable man won, but that's not a bad thing. I was going to ask you that, because of all those names, uh, Scott probably being the one who was in the running. So we talked about like maybe L.A. Knight winning or Cameron Grimes. Was it a letdown at all that Bronson Reed won? No, he was the logical winner that they'd kind of hinted at anyway. Um, and he should be. He's so much. He's, he's huge. No, he's really good. It's just and they haven't done nothing with him yeah, yet. He's really athletic, but he can move. He's like. He reminds me of a young Bam Bam Bigelow. Vader, Bam Bam. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's got the mobility and he can do it. Mo. Right? Yeah. I have to write. Underutilized, I would say. Underutilized, Mo. Uh, an NXT UK championship, Walter defeating Tommaso Ciampa. Four and a quarter. This is my jam. These two just beat the fucking hell out of each other. Walter may be my favorite worker right now. Tell me what you think of this. He reminds me of Vader in 92-93. Every match just feels like a fucking big deal, and you're scared for his opponent. I always, I, I am always scared of the opponent for Walter, yeah. no matter who it is. Big, bad, small, tiny, don't matter. Don't matter. Yeah, he reminds me of Vader in 92 What do you think of Walter winning via chop? What do you think of him put what do you think of them putting over the chop by doing the table spot? I loved the table spot. Instead of your typical like 
body slamming the dude through the table. They had Champa move, and he chopped the table and the <laughs> went hole through it. Like Jesus. <laughs> um, so funny thing. Walter poses with the belt, and I went, "That belt doesn't look right." Well, his UK belt got stolen mm-hmm. down there. Yep. And then some guy on TikTok found it and bought it from a crackhead for thirty bucks. God damn it! But lucky enough, the title has been returned. Yeah. To Walter. I'm sure the guy was paid well enough for it. Probably just got another belt, you know. And, he probably and fucking some, stole it. He even shot the some face. autographs and yeah. some. Yeah, he's probably the, he probably sp- fucking yeah my ass. He motherfucker stole it. Oh, he no. got caught. Oh, you want payment? No, Walter's got your payment. Hey, Walter. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk to Walker about it's that like payment. It's like Hercules. Uh, <laughs> want a good shot or go to the cops? Um, <laughs> they are dangerously close, however, to painting themselves in the corner with Walter or. Yeah, what, who could be the, what do you do? Be, uh, He's been champ for two years. It's like, two the, years. It's like the Goldberg thing. Like, yeah. What the fuck do you do? It's like, at some point, he has to lose. So. This is, you know what this is? This, we're seeing right now, this is what would have happened if they'd have kept the streak going. Yeah. Like, two years in, it's like, well. How uh, fucking what? Like, is he going to have to be like multiple men? Like a six-man, where all five dudes beat up like on him and cover him? You, you, you say that, but the thing is, you still question. Who will beat him? Yeah, like... Sure, I don't think... Unless they do the fucking taser. Which even then, I'm not sure. You might just chop the taser and be like, fuck you. But, you know, like, even though we are at that point of, geez, it's been two years, but it's also, who do you got? Who can beat him? It's fun, though, still. Yeah. I will say, because I watch NXT UK regularly, it's still fun. It's like, who's going who's gonna to beat this son of a bitch? And every time a new match is announced, you get this, like... I get this, like... Oh, it sucks to be that guy. Like, you almost feel dread about being number one contender. It's like, who's next? Oh, Rampage is getting it. And Rampage Jackson's a bad motherfucker. And that was a fucking great match, too, this weekend. Wait. I gave it four stars. But who can beat him? Somebody's name is Rampage Jackson? Yeah. Rampage Brown. Brown. It's Rampage Brown. Brown. Yeah. Like, Rampage Brown. I was getting Jackson confused. In the UFC. Yeah, I'm getting confused. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they just straight up took his name? Jesus. I mean, if, I mean, it's NXT UK, so they can get away with it. Nobody watches I it. I guess. Like, I was like, that's a ballsy move. <laughs> Our next match is a trip. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be defending against Shawn Michaels next. Shawn yeah. <laughs> with a U. Yeah. Uh, our next match is a triple threat match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship as MSK of Wesley and Nash Carter defeating the Grizzled Young Vets and Legado Del Fantasma. Four stars. While I would just rather have a regular one-on-one, uh, this match was really good. I dig MSK, and I love Grizzled Young Vets. Just keep them fighting. That's all I ask. <laughs> just have just those two guys, teams just the rest of the year. Just I'm, do it. You and the internet are, right, uh, are on this board that the Grizzled Young Vets are what they wanted FTR to be. And what FTR says they are. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not putting down FTR. They're great. They're fucking great. But this is the real deal. I cannot get enough of Grizzled Young Vets. And then the main event for the NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez defeats Io Shirai. Three and three quarters. Damn good, but probably suffered from high expectations. Shirai was dominant in her reign, but it is Gonzalez's time now. Please don't mess it up, NXT, is what I wrote. Because Raquel Gonzalez can be something. 
And by the time, if they don't fuck her up and let her have a good reign, go to the main roster eventually. She feuded with Rhea already, but not on main roster. That's fresh there. Her and Asuka would be great. Her and Charlotte would be good because she's another tall, strong woman. Her and Sasha would be good because Sasha is really good working against the bigger women. There are so many money matches that they could do with her. So it'll definitely be her and, and Carmella and Liv. Yeah. And, yeah, and she'll tap out to Natty's sharpshooter in her first match. 100%. But yes, and uh, my final verdict on night one is uh, your typical great takeover. Definitely recommend, and the second night is uh, even stronger uh, lineup-wise. So we should be looking at an easy one there. Let's move on to night two, which we thought would have been the better night, as we thought. As I just said it might be. Yep. So let's go to the pre-show match, as it was Killian Dane and Drake Maverick defeating Brizongo to get a title shot for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Okay. <laughs> uh, two stars. Pretty uninspired, but technically fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Just a match I didn't care about. No one did from the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, the first match of the night for night two is the ladder match to, to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship as I'm surprised by this one that Santos Escobar defeats Jordan Devlin. Yeah, three and three quarters. I actually liked this far more than I thought I would because I was down on them making it a ladder match even though I totally understand the two belts. It made all the sense in the world to do mm. the, the, the ladder. I get it. They didn't do too much with the ladders, but still busted their asses. Santos has been dominant, but needs out of that division. It's an albatross, and he's got something. He's got charisma. He, Vince should love him. He's a lucha guy that isn't small. I mean, he's not 6'5". He's probably, what, 5'11", 6' maybe. But the 205 is bullshit. He's, he's more than 205. <laughs> Um, but he's good looking, can Five. speak flawless English. 5'11. Yeah. This is the guy that Vince has been looking for. He's, is he as good as Andrade? Yes, actually. I think that he is. And he's got the bigger upside because he can speak it. So get him away from this fucking cruiserweight division because nothing good can come of it. I don't know what they're doing with him because of the fact they, they did the... He's the heel. However, he gets to celebrate and his son comes on stage and they celebrate with both belts. Well, so they I do mean, a special... At least your son didn't threaten to kill uh, <laughs> Jordan Devlin. <Yeah. laughs> uh, the next match for the NXT Women's Championship, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon defeat the way of Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Th- uh, two and three quarters... It was fine. I don't have much to say about it. Shotzi took a bad bump when she did a tope suicido through the middle rope, and nobody caught her, and she went straight into the wall. I love the Garganos trolling uh, the hardcore wrestling fans and critics. Uh, by you know, They're the way. But he's Johnny Wrestling, right? And his wife is Mrs. Wrestling. And Indy Hartwell is their little protege. And she's done well enough that she's now able to carry on the family name. See, she's indie wrestling. There it is. Boom. Oh, yeah. It's great stuff. When she went indie wrestling, the entire cr- <laughs> entire internet, what? You're taking that from us? 
Uh, I said, when is Candace going to get her time to shine? This was all right. Indy has an upside. Mm-hmm. They keep going. She's going to be good. Um, I said, hopefully she's taking notes while learning under Lorray. But Candace Lorray is one of those, like, she's been a fabulous women's wrestler for about 15 years now. She's about 36, 37. She's still really good. She does want to have a family, though, so if you're going to capitalize on her, you may want to do it. 35. 35? Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of the Gargano way, for the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gargano defeats Bronson Reed. I'm surprised by this one. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. This felt like a good time to elevate Reed to a mid-card title. Gargano is so good, he doesn't need it. Oh, well. Damn good match. I thought Bronson was going to win. It's just one of those things of, yeah, I get the belt off. You know, Do you have to get the belt off Gargano now and do something with him? It just feels like they need to get the belt off him. Not that he's bored with it. How do I put this? Gargano is the, more so than Undisputed Era, or Finn Balor even, who has been on the main roster back. Gargano is the one dude to me where it's just like, Guys, you've done everything you could fucking do with this guy in NXT. Yep. Like, either he moves up or moves on. Yeah. Like, he needs to go to the main roster or to AEW or something. Because, and it's not like he's dragging down the show. It's just that he's done everything and is not needed in that spot anymore. But, let somebody else fill that void. Mm hmm. I think they're afraid to. Like, he's been so dependable, and Triple H really values him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one dude who's he, like... He brought up that, like, Gargano, LeRae, Champa, and a few others help backstage with... Yeah, they do a Storytelling. What, for their match, for people's matches, their matches, anything. They're becoming, like, the next generation of behind-the-stage... When it, especially if Triple H takes regains yeah. power and takes over, Gargano and his wife will have a job for life. Yeah, I mean they do so much because they love the they love the business. Yeah. Uh, so our next match for the NXT Championship, Karrion Cross defeats Finn Balor. Three and a quarter. I get it. H loves Cross, but I'm just not sure I see it at that level. I genuine, I genuinely do wonder what's next for Balor, though. Me too. Like, there's really... I mean, we just talked about Gargano. If he's not going to be the champ anymore, there's really no need for Balor to be in... I mean, NXT. I mean, the fact that Balor... I know he's not your favorite, but I'll use an old Jim Cornette line. Uh, the fact that Balor is in developmental is the equivalent of taking a high school senior and putting him back in the second grade. Like, there's just no need for it. What are you doing? What if you make him a tag team, move him up? You could. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And then the unsanctioned match, Kyle O'Reilly defeats Adam Cole in a 40-minute match. Yeah. Um, Corey? I gave it four. Flat four. This was exceptional, yet somehow underwhelming to me. But that's probably due to me seeing their previous wars before NXT. The right guy won, as I think O'Reilly is going to have a big year. Um, and I felt, 
and I hinted that I might feel this way last week, and it came to fruition. It was a great match, great for WWE storytelling, but the stuff they did in Ring of Honor was way better. So to me, I was like, yeah. Overall, another great takeover. Killed it two nights in a row. Interested to see if WrestleMania can hang with this show. Uh, Last night on Wednesday, as this upcoming week, it's now on Tuesdays. So our week of wrestling is Monday Raw, Tuesday NXT, Wednesday Dynamite, Thursday Impact, Friday SmackDown, Smackdown, Saturday, Sunday pay-per-views. So. Then there's the incidentals. You're yeah. dark. The, in, yeah. Ring of Honor, Ring, MLW. Yeah. Um, if you want to get technical, Ring of Honor is usually streamed first on Saturday nights. Yep. So that leaves Sunday is the only time that there isn't a brand new wrestling show. And it's technically, uh, it's like one third in the morning here. Yeah. So, so really, it's Sunday. So it doesn't matter. So Ugh. WrestleMania, Saturday, Sunday, double, double day, double shows. However, they didn't want to shoot their load early before going live on pay-per-view. So what do they do? They did the pre-show matches on SmackDown, the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal, Jey Uso wins. In the Fatal 4-Way, the Dirty Dog, Old Dogs, Ziggler, and Rude win, retain. So, guys. Well, who they beat? It's WrestleMania. Tell them who they beat, at least. Uh, Alpha Academy, the Mysterios, and uh, Street Profits. Yeah, there you go. So, guys, let's go to the live crowd Saturday. Boy, did that make a difference. Wait a minute. A rain delay? Wait, weather delay? <laughs> well, why not? Well, the show starts at 5 our time. However, the first match doesn't kick off till 5.45. Yep. Because there is a storm coming through Tampa. Bob Dylan once wrote a song about it. And it happened. And, uh... So we answer my fans. So what do you, what did you guys think of their improv of what do we do? It's okay. real bad. They need to say they. I never thought I'd say this, and Seth Rollins acquitted himself by the time that was done. But they need to take all these main roster guys and have Kevin Owens teach them how to cut promos, because the only guy who didn't look like a fish out of water was Kevin Owens. Yep. Holy fuck. I think there's a main point, roster people. And to your point, Seth Rollins, but he'd also been on the Indies a bunch. He yeah. just, you know, he's playing a WWE character. I, I think the worst person that did it was the um, backstage the announcer. Announcer. Well, if she would just leave the microphone somewhere where they could talk into it, Jesus. that would help. Yes. Half the time, she wasn't even taking it back to talk. She just would drop it down. Like, oh, you're still talking? Okay, oh, cool. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking worst. Hey, I'm not doing... We already missed Charlie. Yeah. I don't like to trade. Even if that guy sounded good on Raw, I don't like to trade. It's bad. So we start WrestleMania off with Vince and the Superstars welcoming the WWE Universe. And then the weather delay. So no, then, hold on, hold on. Then that, uh, what was the name of the singer? I don't know. BB. BB Rexa. She heard her tits saying America the Beautiful. Uh, I bring this up only because... Of, Oddly, for some reason, not only to him, Otis starts grinding on the stage. <laughs> he was ready for the grind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, so then we get the rather delay. Then we get our first match, finally, in front of crowd uh, of the crowd. 25,000 each night. Uh, which I love the fact that, like, we're going to start having a match in five minutes. And everyone in the room is like, 
But there's no one in the arena. <laughs> is Drew gonna get his first match in front of a live crowd with no audience? No, the audience was being uh, allowed back in. So our first match for the WWE Championship: Bobby Lashley defeating Drew McIntyre to retain his title. So they didn't exactly get what they wanted out of this, as while Drew was not booed, Lashley was just as cheered, if not more so. Yep. Um. I went uh, three and a half. This was exactly what I wanted. Two big oxes butting heads. Good back and forth. And I loved the little bit of distraction from MVP being just enough to distract McIntyre, to give Lashley the opening, and to get the, the, the hurt lock on. I liked that. It was an effective manager move, but you didn't cheat. You didn't really, you, all you did was yell. So, I mean, it, was, it worked for me. And I like the fact that Lashley, I want to see Lashley get a longer run. I was going to say, a lot of people in this room was like, Lashley's run's only been a month, really? It's just going to be that month? And they didn't even have him work fastly. And yeah. Yeah. Two months worth, and yeah. Our next match was a tag team turmoil match. Uh, Of the teams of... Lana, Naomi, Billy Kane, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose. The Riot Squad, Natalia and Tamina. Your winners of this was Tamina and Natalia. But, you know, the joke were Mandy slipping on the wet ramp. See, it's funny because it's a personal embarrassment, although she could have really hurt herself. Oh, yeah. Which guaranteed us two nights of Natalia and Tamina. <laughs> I wrote uh, one and a half, and that was being generous. This was ugly. One of the worst Mania matches of all time. Add on top of that the fact that Natty and her never-ending push won, and this stunk. That's what I wrote. <sighs> so we have the big match, and then we go to the this match. Let's go to our next match. It's just a singles match. Cesaro defeats Seth Rollins. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun for what it was. He hit the UFO. The UFO. Uh, Rollins hits a cross, uh, uh, cross body uh, frog splash. Rollins. Twisting. Rollins that. pulled out two or three moves mm-hmm. that I haven't seen since he was Tyler Black in Ring of Honor. Yep. Including God's Last, God's Last Gift, which is one of my favorite moves. And that's where he picks you up like it's going to be a perfect plex, but then small packages you down. It's like a small package bomb. Ugh. I love that move. Uh, this uh, was great and delivered as much as I expected it to. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but hopefully this is the start of a Cesaro push. Those two pulled out everything, and I hope there is a rematch. I give it three and three quarters. This was a great, great match. I really enjoyed it. A good pick pick me upper. Our next match for the Raw Tag Team Championships: AJ Styles and Omos defeat the New Day. Uh, two and a half, uh, exactly uh, what it should have been, as the objective was um, to put over the size and dominance of Omos. We have new, likely dominant champs. I don't see them being really pushed anytime soon. Uh, two and a half was because. It did exactly what it needed to do. Uh, they did everything perfectly. All four guys did. The right team won. The, they won in the right way. And when a match is that short and, and is done in that way, 
Yeah, two and a half. It's it's right where it should have been. It's the shortest match on the card. It does make AJ Styles the first uh, Grand Slam winner in both WWE and TNA. That's um, crazy. Right? That's crazy. Our uh, next... Uh, Christian never did it? No. No. Hmm. Interesting. Our next match for the is a still cage match as Braun Strowman chucks Shane McMahon off the cage. Uh, again, two and a half. Much funner than I expected it to be. Shane isn't going to stop until he is confined to a wheelchair. Um, I really enjoyed Braun ripping the cage open, pulling him through, and then that sick fucking bump Shane yeah. took. Um, but again, it was exactly what it should have been. Shane delivers every year at WrestleMania. I just, we, we hate it. That's yeah. crazy, man. We, we hate the buildup. Because he's taking away a spot from someone who needs it. But he delivers. Mm-hmm. So you can't bitch. So can I ask you guys this? What? And it's just, it's, it's a simple yes, you will be. Shane Hall of Famer for his in-ring talent, not just because he's a McMahon. No. I mean, it depends. I, I mean, he's going to their Hall of Fame, sure. Yeah. I did. You know, fucking William Shatner winning. You know, William Shatner's uh, in Bam Bam is a yeah, you know, fucking Hall of Fame. Um... I have a bigger question, though. This is the second year in a row that within a month or so of the show itself, they had to just pigeonhole a Braun Strowman match into WrestleMania to fit. Last year, he lucked into Roman walking out, or he wouldn't have even been on the fucking card. Right. This year, they've done nothing with him on Raw. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Shane thinks he's stupid. I mean... What are you doing with this guy? And if you're not going to do anything constructive, get rid of him. So we'll talk about it, I guess, now. Uh, what was that thing you pointed out since WrestleMania 4? Oh, this is the first WrestleMania since WrestleMania 4, which was March 27th, 1988, that did not include Shawn Michaels, Triple H, or The Undertaker, one or the other. He is looking for that. He is looking to find somebody... That regardless of what they're doing when they wrestle every year, it's a big deal. Braun's not it, but that's what he's looking for. He he thinks that Braun is a is a draw, and he thinks it's Braun and, and the Fiend. Yep, it's a bull move. He's trying to have Braun, Braun and the Fiend be the taker, bring on the 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 weirdos, the giants, the those type of characters that they want. And that's you what you can't find that throw Shane in. Mm-hmm. It was good for what it needed to be though. I, I can't agree. complain. I agree. It was entertaining it w- for what it was. Besides the women's tag nonsense. It was the match of the weekend. I was least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Too. Yes, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. I agreed. Our next match though, the surprise match of the night, maybe for the weekend as bad bunny and Damian priest defeat the Miz and John Morrison. Holy shit. Three and three quarters. This was spectacular and over-delivered in every way. All four men were spectacular. Miz showing ass. Jomo with perfect placement and selling. Priest being the cleaner. And Bunny playing Ricky Morton in peril. And doing a damn good job at it. Selling, bumping, giving us a hope spot. Executing the moves he did perfectly. This is the kind of mania moments they can give you when they try. 
And it literally, like, it's so easy to praise Bad Bunny. And and he deserves it. For a celebrity who obviously loves the business. Yeah. And went in and worked his ass off. But all four men deserve kudos. Uh, you couldn't have done it without Miz and Morrison being the perfect uh, people to play off of. So as you pointed out, like, I mean, Miz took all the, the heat spots, but mm-hmm. Morrison... To call the moves. Yeah. Yeah. I was honestly surprised. I agree with both of you that all four men deserve everything they can get. Miz and Morrison helped Bunny through the match. Miz taking all the heat spots, but Jomo taking the Canadian Destroyer. I mean, Jomo gave himself a Falcon Arrow suplex. Yes. I mean, God damn it. Um, but that it's just the match was phenomenal, and you know I I'll say this to me this is the best celebrity match. Yes, celebrity. Maybe not athlete. Ath- Pat McAfee match earlier in the year was great. However, even though he's a punter, he's an athlete. But celebrity wise, this is easily the gold standard. This match went 15 minutes, and I think Bad Bunny was in the ring for nine. Because reports came up the next day that Damian Priest was just Sir? cleared the day before because he had a bad back. So that's why we had the Morton from Bad Bunny. Some crazy. So I phenomenal match. So let's go to the main event then. So after the after this match, we were all blown away. And we went, in the year of twenty twenty one, after a bad bunny match, can you say follow that? They did. As it's for the <laughs> SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defeats Sh- Sasha Banks. All right. Four and a quarter. This is exactly the perfect ending to a mania. Two great wrestlers, anticipation, electricity. The crowd wanted it. Going in, I admit I wasn't sure this should main event, but they proved me wrong. This was fantastic. They played both to their strengths. In the end, the newcomer won, and it really felt like a star was built. Sasha did a fantastic job um, putting over Bianca and doing everything needed. And I will uh, hear that hair shot in my memory. The gunshot. For yes, you think so. For years to come. It reminds me of... The sound of Foley going through the tables and King just, of the Ring. Wow. Like, kudos for Sasha for taking that fucking bump. My God. That had to hurt like a son of a bitch. And that means you also have to really like Bianca to take that. Yep. And I'm going to take a moment on this podcast. Because nobody... Nobody. And the Corey means nobody. Has been more critical of Sasha Banks than the database. Yep. Yep. But she was a pro that night. She didn't have a boo-boo face. Mm-hmm. She went out there and she fucking made a star. Bianca did her part. Hell yes. Yep. But Sasha was the veteran. She knew where to be. She knew where to move. She did the little things right. And I love the video. Uh, the fan shot on his phone after they went off the air and Bianca and her husband are in the ring celebrating 
and Sasha's down by the uh, gate, and she's still selling, but she's got this big smile on her face. Like, good for you. That's fucking awesome right there. Um, and she's got an interesting uh, record I didn't know until it was pointed out. She's 0-6. She's 0-6 at WrestleMania. Mm. Yet to win. I have to be honest with you. I kind of hope that continues. No chance. <laughs> uh, I I enjoyed this match. You, you're dead on. They hit their moves perfect. They 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 showed to everybody's strengths, especially Bianca's having her gorilla press slam, gorilla press her and Sasha the over the over her on over her, and then walk up the still steps and Let, then chuck her in the ring. Let's address the elephant in the room too. Far better main event than the triple threat with Rousey, yep. Becky, and Charlotte. Yes. Together. Smokes it yes. in every way. Yeah. I 100% agree. Because you know what it also got? It got the big-ass pop at the end of the night. Even though uh, yeah. the, the triple threat one went seven hours. As I said, they did do a disservice to those three women by starting that show 15 days previous. Jeez. But uh, <laughs> the match ended the next day, so we <laughs> did get our second day of Mania. So this is the third year in a row they've done two nights of Mania. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, Booble, yeah. can I ask you? What sure. did you think of the main event since you're, you are uh, known for? Or they're facing each other, or they're facing the same person? Oh, well, I, I thought mean, the same thing. The yeah. gimmick is the same. Yeah. It's yeah. the same character. Um, Just one person is showing the baby face side of it. Yeah. And then the one showing slightly the hill shot of it. Um, they Bianca is by far the better athlete, and they let her highlight her strengths. Uh, they did a good job of showing um, not her ceiling, but uh, what she could do on her best night. And uh, if that's Bianca at her best, uh, there's not a lot of people better than that. It's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you know, there, there are, are women who are more consistent. That's, um, but Bianca on her game, that's, that's a fucking made of better, is what that is. Three and a half years in. Yeah. Period. Again, uh, another, another Mark Henry discovery. Um, yeah, it's, <sighs> Jesus, man. He saw one of her track things at college and sought her out and said, you know, You've got something. Have you ever thought about this? He's got a good track record of finding some people. He's got an eye, man. Yeah. It's where... Because uh, JR got like all bonerific about football about it. <laughs> yeah. He just searched football players, but okay. he was able to find those people who were like, I know you play linebacker, but uh, maybe give that shit up and do this. Yeah. yeah. It blows my mind that he doesn't work. Henry doesn't have some type of position with WWE that he does that. Yeah, he just feeds NXT, people to NXT. NXT has Regal. Regal goes out when he could when he did. Yeah. But well, it's always good to have look at people. Mark Henry's track record and go. Why haven't you been done, doing more? Well, I mean, at some point, that's just that's just going to be like, hey, Marl Mark said, oh, we got to look at this person then, right? Should and be. Sp- and speaking of Regal. Uh, one of the people he went to bat for was in this match. Did you see that a couple weeks ago where in an interview he admitted that um, he went to bat for Sasha Banks to get hired back when they hired her and nobody saw anything in her and he flat out said, she doesn't work out, you can fire me. 
She's worth it. Yep. So. Bit of a head case. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. But then again, fits perfectly into the professional wrestling industry at that point. Overall, uh, night one, this was a fun night of wrestling. Yeah. We even had a first as the show started with the rain delay. The final two matches make this more than worth it. Yep. And I cannot understate how important being in front of a fucking live crowd was again. It made a huge difference to me in watching this opposed to, like, say, Fastlane in front of Thunderdome. Although I will say, watching that is so much better than the Performance Center completely empty arena shit. I hope they keep the Thunderdome for the weekly TV. I'm fine with that. And do crowds for live for pay-per-views. I'm, that's a great idea. That's a fine idea. What say you, Joe? Maybe do the Thunderdome, but have live crowds. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Thunderdome. I think you can do both. You got to pick. I don't know. Then. Maybe. I, I would go live crowds. I can't do the Thunderdome. I've done it for a year. It's pretty hard. Especially when you do the Hall of Fame stuff and then import the uh, chance. Uh, Corey, well, let me ask you this before... Um, we move on to night two. What do you think of the rumors and innuendo going around that uh, the uh, Olympian, Gable Stevenson, might be going to WWE after the Olympics? The next, as they're calling him, the next Brock Lesnar. Well, they, they pretty much guaranteed it. He was in the crowd with Stephanie in yeah. NXT. I mean, tells me that's a done deal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to night two. No rain delay. There could have been. <laughs> First match of the night, Randy Orton defeats The Fiend Jesus. in the shortest time match of the night at 5 minutes and 50 seconds. Thank fuck they got this out of the way. Yeah. Um, <sighs> that means he was excited for the match. I gave it a half a star. And... Uh, what about that oily? Uh... It was, you know, my girl, my girl, she needs to change that shampoo. That conditioner ain't working. So was she working on a car? Oh, when God. she shows back up dripping oil? Yeah, she forgot to put the plug back in. Hey, you know on. what? She was as moist as Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah. Uh, this is terrible. I think she's turning into Sister Abigail, and it's hurting my soul to be slowly writing Alexa Bliss off. I don't want to do it. You're but... going to wave your hand, Corey? Not yet. I've stayed okay. loyal. Okay. I'm like, my girl Stay will get through this. My girl Stay will get on through this. If she can, you can. Yeah, right. I'm trying. I'm trying. But the the taint of Bray Wyatt is rubbing off on everybody, and it's not good. Nobody wants Bray Wyatt's taint. <laughs> no. Well, JoJo. Uh, half star. Terrible. Next, yeah. next match is the Women's Tag Team Championship. Speaking of terrible. As Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeat Tamina and Natalia. Okay. Which, by the way, I got to say, love the idea in sarcastic ways that Tamina and Natty are not going off the heritage of their family. I also love the fact that they just trolled us and gave us two nights of Natalia and Tamina wrestling. Yep. Without a win. So why the fuck was the point? Uh, three quarters of a star. Um, that's, that's generous. This this night is starting. Uh, I don't think I gave anything less than two and a half on night one. Yeah. 
combined star and a half for the first two matches of the night here. We'll go back to the first night. You know what the main the finals were for the the women's? It was Natty and Tamina versus Riot Squad. Yeah. You know what you know what who WWE wants moving on? Yeah. Natalia. Natalia and Tamina. Who does the internet want? Riot Squad. Boom. Yeah. They listen to us all right. They care about what we think. Yeah. We know best, says Vince. This was terrible. Uh, Shayna Baszler is good, but she's not. She was booked so much better in NXT. Without question. Um, and she was booked above her talent. She was booked above her, yes, talent in NXT, but it worked. Here, when she has to be the best worker in the match, and trust me, she was the best worker by a fucking long shot. Good things aren't going to happen. I was going to say, she should never be the best worker in a match. No. She it, should be playing off of somebody else, not leading the charge. So, yeah, we get the highest rated match of the night so far at three quarters of a star. Hmm. Let's move on to a uh, long-lasting feud. Uh, Kevin Owen defeats Sami Zayn. Oh, that didn't last long. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. I told you guys during the show, I'm like, I'm perversely glad that they just pulled this out of nowhere and put it on here. Because it would have felt incomplete in their careers mm-hmm. if these two never had a one-on-one mania match. So having said that, this was, to me, a greatest hits package mm-hmm. of the match they had at Battleground 2016 that ended the rivalry. Um, they just took the best parts of that match and put it on WrestleMania. And it worked for me. Because I one, I like their chemistry. Two, I just like the guys. Three, it followed the first two matches. So I did go three and three quarters. Um, and everybody knew Logan Paul was getting stunned. So that that's great. I'm all for that. And uh, I never thought I'd say this. KO deserves more. He's just random middle guy. Plug him in wherever you need him. And that's a good position to have. For somebody who's not Kevin Owens. But he's too talented to have that position. Yeah. Like, it should be somebody else. That is Kofi Kingston. Kofi, uh, Apollo Crews, they seem to want to really push him. That's his position. That's, like, that's where he is. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens should be way above that. Joe, what do you think? Kevin Owens should have been in that fucking triple threat match at the end of the day. Kevin Owens that's deserves where his level. more. That's he, his level. Since the pandemic, he's been trying to do anything and everything he can to get eyes on the prize, a.k.a. WWE, but they give him the Roman run for the long couple months, and then they do nothing with him. And then out of the blue, he's with Feud and Zane now. That's just it. Like I said, he's that guy you can depend on him. So you need that two month long program before Mania season starts. Yep. Owens right there. Boom. Boom. Let's do it. You switch Owens out for Edge. Better match. Uh, our next match, though, is for the United States Championship as it's. Uh, Sheamus defeating Riddle to win the championship. Wow. I'm perplexed by the decision. Like, I just didn't really feel like Sheamus needed another U.S. title reign. Uh, But, okay. If you haven't seen the match, uh, watch watch Mania this week. It'll be on it. (laughs) There were a lot of rough (laughs) moments in this match. Uh, But I did love the brogue kick in midair on a moonsault. Um... I went three and a half. It picked up towards the end for me. It started really shaky. There were a lot of missed moves. Yeah. 
And it was uh, bowling shoe ugly at times, but it did pick up, and I liked the intensity. I went three and a half. I'm I'm still perplexed on um, Sheamus winning. Even if you wanted to get it off Riddle, like wait till Ron, someone else. Yeah, I mean it's just I I like Sheamus. Yeah, you do. But it's just like really didn't really need a U.S. title reign. His third one. Yeah. Uh, Our next match is the Nigerian drum fight. For the Intercontinental Championship, as Apollo Crews defeats Big E with a little help from Commander Aziz. Commander Whoa. Aziz, yeah. Uh, I went to two and three quarters. It was okay. It, I thought Big E might have dislocated Apollo's shoulder at one point, but uh, this match only went six fifty. What do you? Th- Apollo Bores me, so I'm fine with it. What do you think about... Um, oh, the joke was that Omos quit guarding the door for Raw Underground for like five minutes and Dabokado got out. <laughs> yep. But uh, how do you feel about it turning around and that he also screwed the New Day? <laughs> Omos and Dabokado just fucking that New Day jam up on WrestleMania. Um, Make them a tag team. That's it. Again, like, it's not the worst idea in the world. This guy... Like Omos, clearly needs to be under a learning tree. Clearly needs to just watch, shut up, watch, and listen. Yeah. And now he's not the most exciting dude, but Apollo Crews is a more than competent professional wrestler mm-hmm. who they like a lot. So it's not the worst idea. He's making something out of nothing. Yeah. And it's not the worst idea to have that guy listen to him, at least. Well, you know. Well, you know. Uh, our next match is for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka to win the championship. A year too late, but... A year too yeah. late. Three and a half. I liked it. Really good match. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for Asuka in a weird way because it's obvious they didn't really have plans for her. She, it's well known that she wasn't even supposed to have the title still. Mm-hmm. Um... But then again, the challenger wasn't even supposed to be in the match. So uh, they both worked really hard. They both are far too good to be replacements in a title match at Mania. Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I think you asked, is this the first time ever that the two replacements made the better mat- the match better? Yeah, and they did. We got better both ends. Yeah, uh, it was better. Uh, Ripley, I'm happy for her. She got her pin. I like the fact that it came out of nowhere. I, mm. I'm so tired of every match having to have seven false finishes. I love, and they it do this a lot, lot of that this week, and I love it. It should be that if a person as dominant as Rhea gets you in her move, no matter where it is in the match, shit's over. I love that. She got it. Hopefully, this isn't just to immediately placate Charlotte's ego and have her beat Rhea to win the title. Oh, it is. I have a sneaking suspicion that's exactly what's going to happen. And that sucks for her. If that's the case, Rhea, you should sandbag the fuck out of that match. Yep. You shouldn't help her with a fucking thing. You should put on the worst performance of your fucking life. Because what's the worst thing they can do is fire you? That's a blessing in disguise. You're right. Fuck them and that stupid company. You're going to have plenty of options. Sandbag her dumbass. So, yeah. Three and a half. Then our main event for a triple threat match for the Universal Championship as Roman Reigns double pins Edge. And Daniel Bryan didn't see that pen coming. Didn't see the pen coming. Um, again, this one started a little slow. Yep. A little rough. Just a little. 
but it picked up and they really got their groove. It ended up, I went uh, flat four. Mm. Um, I, I couldn't in good conscience say that it was equal to Bianca and, no. and Sasha because it wasn't. No. So I, f- and that's actually why I raised that rating up because I felt this was a four. Originally, I had given Sasha and, ba- and Bianca a four. And I thought, nope, it's better than this. If this is a four, that's four and a quarter. I think if you had had just this version of Roman versus Daniel Bryan, yeah. you could have beat that match. Oh, yeah. So, so- uh, they, again, what they wanted didn't come to fruition nope. because, well, Roman was booed. Yeah. Which was good. But Edge was the overwhelming baby face yeah. to that crowd. I think the best, one of the cool things they did that they posted was like uh, a far shot of Roman coming down the ramp and it's like a fuzzy but it's because it's from behind but it's a guy giving Roman the double birds yep and it's just like you got what you wanted way too late yeah <laughs> you got it it this so better night Night one. Oh yeah, this I don't felt, know. I don't know how night two people think so, you're better if not on the same level as night one. The ending to this match confuses me. <laughs> is is Roman done with these two? That was a pretty emphatic double pin. Like feels like it. You can't tell me that you know they're gonna come up on Friday and be like, "Oh, Edge deserves another match." I mean, that felt pretty emphatic. I mean, yep. he he piled them up like cordwood and pinned them. I think we see Edge and Brian go on against each other. I've heard rumors that there is a plan with that where those two are yeah. going to feud, and there's another name that's going to challenge Roman for the title. It's supposed to be a big name mm-hmm. on SmackDown, and I hope they don't do what they're talking to doing. But. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Hey, thank you, crowd, for booing him on yeah, both he, nights. Oh, Booed great. Hulk Hogan unmercifully, and, and, and also... Since we're talking about the Hogan part, speaking of people who deserve more than what you gave them, Bailey. Right. What a waste. You couldn't. Uh, this isn't much better. But yeah, there was no room for her in the two title matches. I grant that. Okay. Instead of Carmella and Billy Kay mm-hmm. being a tag team out of literally the last show before the fucking thing, Billy Kay keeps trying to pass off her resume to people. Have her give it to Bailey. Yeah. Bailey decides, I can teach you to be better. I'm fucking Bailey. I'm the role model. They do a month-long storyline where she agrees to team with Billy. They do a couple matches on SmackDown. It's a little shaky, but Bailey wins both matches. That's the team at WrestleMania. And when Billy Kay gets pinned, Bailey turns on her. They have one match on SmackDown, and they the feud's over. But at least you had something for Bailey at the biggest fucking show of the year. Did we really need Carmella? How have they fucked Bailey up so much since NXT? And so many times. It and is in so many ways. Amazing. She might be the most talented woman on the roster in years. And I say ever? that ever. And I say that because they have managed to fuck her up multiple times in multiple ways. And she always bounces back, gets more over, and gets better while she's doing it. She might be the most important woman they have under contract. And they don't treat her that well at all. <laughs> like, it's just like, eh. You go play with Titus and the racist. Yeah. That's what you'll do. 
Yeah. So I had a question. Why? People are stupid. Yes. The, WrestleMania night one, shortest match of the night was nine minutes and 45 seconds. You had two matches on night two that don't even go seven minutes. Mm-hmm. The longest match was 21 minutes. And that's the main event. You had 17, 15, 14, and 18 for night one. Match for the matches. 14, 13, 21. Why is it what? I, why, why was there no time given to the night two? You, you went shorter than night one. None of the matches needed more time, though. I think this year... It was all about night one. That's what they cared about yeah. because it was the first one in front of the crowd. They wanted to make sure that night two wasn't a complete bust, but it was clear that more care and attention was given to night one, especially in terms of which matches were happening. Yeah. Did you really need to have Lashley's title defense, Sasha and Bianca and Bad Bunny on the same night as those were? Besides the Roman match, those are easily the three other most talked about matches. That tells me everything. That's they cared about that night being the one. Yeah. But yeah, just blows my mind just seeing the one and two and how a lot of people saying night two is on level with night one. That's crazy. I don't know how anyone would say that. Just plain fucking wrong. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about this. What do you prefer? Because next year they say they're going back to the one night. Do you prefer the two night where it's like three, three and a half hours each night? You don't get super duper burned out. Or like WrestleMania 35 where it's seven and a half goddamn hours and it ends on the next day. I miss. I prefer the two nights. I prefer two nights, to be honest. I prefer. Two I don't nights. need the other every other event being two nights. Yeah, just maybe one NXT, just WrestleMania, one SmackDown night, and then two nights WrestleMania. I prefer two nights. As of right now, it's one, but it, they said it could change. You know, they're gonna have that freaking arena for. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have it all week. weekend. Yeah, when you can charge twice, why, why wouldn't you? Why? The only problem then, though. Is if you're gonna try to fill up AT and T Stadium two nights in a row, you better have a handful of matches that people give a. Fuck you better about. have four WrestleMania main events and right? two on each night. Yeah. yeah, you need a WrestleMania 17 lineup. Yep. to do that, and, and they can't do that. Well, uh, they can if they bring back most of those guys. In WrestleMania 17. <laughs> well, I mean, the big talk is that eventually we are getting Rock and Braun. A rock and Roman. Hmm. That would do it for one night. That's that, one night. You just need one. That's just one night. You, you can just have that as your selling point for your Sunday. Then you can put your two main events on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, like, I wouldn't even have that for a title. No. Because that, that, that wouldn't be. It doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. For the for the tribal, because yeah. it, it, if it's you, more important, if you make if you make that championship match, you know who wins. Rock. Yeah, you want the doubt. You want, you want the doubt. You want, well, it's the, for the table, head of the table. But I, I would be okay with that match if it ever happens. <sighs> they better hurry up fast, though. It's, it's got like a two to three year window. You know what they should do? 
So next year's in Texas, the year after is LA, right? Yep. Yes. Nothing is official after that? Nope. Nope. Just those two. They should hold off. And in three years, go to Hawaii. And have Rock, Can you Roman, in Hawaii. Why haven't they done something in Hawaii? I don't know. Think about it. Can you imagine the what spectacle? Better, what better look like destination vacation than Hawaii? Can you imagine the grandeur and spectacle of a WrestleMania in Hawaii? Headlined by Roman Reigns versus The Rock? Where they're doing a haka down to the fucking... Ra- Are you kidding me? That sells itself. Dude. I mean, yeah. Dude. I mean... Look at that beautiful football stadium, that gorgeous stadium. That would be awesome. I will say that they're probably thinking L.A. because of Rock. I know. Movie star. Which scares me then, because what the fuck is next year? They better work hard uh, at making somebody important. Dong is uh, next year. Fuck. And Austin is your host. God damn. Well, that'll be better than Racist Hogan and Titus O'Neil. Which I'm not letting that part off the hook either. Hogan no. was bad. Yeah. Ty- Why the fuck is Titus O'Neil hosting anything? I, Why is he I'm still there? there? I'm glad and he Bam does. Bam isn't. I'm glad he does the charity work and that he's a fucking awesome human being. Cool. Be that not in WWE. But I don't need to watch you on fucking TV because you suck. Dog, you can't run down a ramp. Literally. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. You can't do the most basic thing in wrestling. The only way I would have been fine with Titus O'Neil hosting is if his best friend hosted with him. There you go. Dave Bautista. And Big Dave wasn't there. So fuck it. Well, that's a good way to end the WrestleMania week as we have NXT. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. AEW Dynamite. Um, Young Bucks joined Kenny Omega last week. Uh, in some shape or form. We so think it's we, we 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 think we see the storyline going, but yeah. shenanigans. Shenanigans. We'll find out more later this week. Um Yeah. It was a it was a fun long week of wrestling. I had to do all the other stuff <laughs> via laptop because the producer had the T V for It was a long week. Yeah. I watched a lot of the Masters. Ma- uh, yeah. GCW stop. Knock it off. You don't. You don't have the talent to do oh, fucking yeah. days of shows. Well, been like operating no. period or just no. well, they lost a member. It doesn't matter. Like, they lost one of their uh, loyalist uh, wrestlers. Jimmy Lloyd now part of the hurt business. <laughs> do <laughs> one. Do one night, and have yeah, a great wrong. card. You know what made the collective work in 2014 through 16? There was like ten promotions. Yeah. Doing it, not just GCW. They don't have the talent pool. Yeah, the it, Indies don't have the talent. It was pool. fun. It, the it, it, it was fun, but yeah, it, it was it was the same. Like uh, Lee Moriarty, I think he wrestled six times in one day. He can go, like he can still go. But if you want to know by match six, like I don't, I don't well, care. not that. But if you want to know how bad the Indies are right now, I struggle to say bad. But struggle thin. They're struggling. They're thin. You shouldn't have two cold Scorpio wrestling. He faced uh, Rich Swan night one, right? Interesting match, but it was decent. He's like fifty. Like 
He, he was decent. He was decent. Shouldn't be there anymore. But anyway, it was chapter two thirty, so it's fine. But like, he's decent compared to the talent around him. Exactly. Yeah. You throw him in NXT, he's not decent. He's real, real bad. And you can't, and you can't judge it by Rich Swan. Rich Swan isn't an indie talent. No. Rich Swan is the Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Leo Rush isn't an indie talent. Yeah, no. That's those, the one match are, I missed. Leo Rush versus Loki. Those guys are the. Those guys are the people that are saving him. Like, really, if you want to be honest. It's them and Nick Gage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, uh, our favorite, one of our favorite moments is uh, Chris Dickinson losing via a figure four in a hardcore match. Jesus Christ. And then he loses later on that same night to Brian Cage with the figure four. At least he's consistent. Yeah. Just can't, can't put my finger on that figure four, mm-hmm. man. But, uh, yeah, it was Better a fun Better have gone down to it. It was a fun week. Um, <laughs> I know when the collectives. I hate your app. I yeah. know when the uh, co- collectives come around, uh, the producer will buy them because she. Hey, hey, I like it. Independent Spirit Award for producers. Then hell yeah, we'll get to her at the end of the year. So uh, let's wrap this show up. If you guys uh, couldn't listen to us live, fuck you. you. Sucks to be you, Skidmark. You guys and slap nuts. Go back to nosoentertainment dot com or any of our social medias: SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Apple, iTunes, to i podcast to listen to this show. Uh, like I said, go to nosoentertainment.com. Go to any of our social media websites. And uh, like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.